Welcome to the Off the Beaten Career Path podcast. I'm your host, Katie Myers. Here you will find the inspiration, strategies, and tactics needed to reach the next level and beyond in your small business and career. Thanks for joining us and get ready to put these ideas to work for you. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited about today's episode. Today we are talking all about reframing your mindset around sales and marketing. This episode is definitely more geared towards our small business owner listeners, but I think there's a lot of value to for someone who is looking at leveling up in their career. But today I'm focusing mostly on small business owners. I hear from a lot of small business owners, especially female business owners, that they love what they do, that they so believe in their product, their service, their small business, but they don't like marketing. They're not good at marketing. They, they don't like networking. They're not good at networking. They're terrible at sales. They don't know how to do sales. Guys, do you realize how silly that is? Because you own a business and you spent a ton of time and a ton of effort and most likely a ton of money to put together this offering, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, you spend a lot of time establishing this small business. And I, I believe in you and I believe in your integrity that you really feel like what you're offering is valuable, that there is value to people in what you're offering. And that's why you've gone out on a limb and started this business. So why are you allowing yourself to have a mindset that says you're not good at sales and marketing? The only way people are going to find out about your product service business is through marketing. And the only way you're going to gain customers and make the impact that you want to make and help people in the way you know that you can help them is through sales. And it doesn't have to feel shitty or gross or yucky. I think we've all been there. We've all had a really bad sales experience or several. We have worked with the sleazy used card salesman. We have had a pushy makeup lady telling us our pores are big and we need to buy this or that. We have had people that have tried to trick us and, and con us and, and do all these like slimy sales things. So I think that's what makes people have a negative connotation around sales and marketing, but it doesn't have to be that way. There's going to be another episode in the future, and we're going to build off this on ways that you can market and sell within your business that are aligned with you and your values and what feels comfortable to you and that you can feel good about. But right now, we are just talking about the mindset because there is 101 million sales processes out there. And what I really believe about sales processes or sales processes are just like diets. They all work. You just got to follow them. It's like I failed at a million diets. Well, I failed because I didn't like follow the diet. Had I actually followed the diet, it would have worked. Same with sales processes and strategies around marketing. All that's going to work. You just got to follow it, but you have to follow the strategy and the process that you feel good about and feels aligned with you and works with you. Same with a diet, right? You, if you are a vegan, you're not going to do well in the carnivore diet. It's just not going to work. So I think that before we jump in, I think a lot of small business owners think about what they need to do to market and what they need to do to sell and what their process should look like. And they don't like marketing. They don't like selling. So they're doing it this way. But before you even get wrapped up in that and how you're going to do it and what feels aligned with you and your business, you have to change your mindset and change your 
belief in what sales and marketing do for your business. Sales and marketing are not bad. They are not something to be looked down on. They are not something that is gross or slimy or skeezy. Sales and marketing can be wonderful tools. And we're on the receiving end of a lot of sales and marketing every day in our lives, right? So I want you to think about the sales and marketing experiences that you've had that you really enjoy and things that you buy into. Some of the sales and marketing things that that we're exposed to as the consumer and that we don't think are gross or schemey or yucky. So I want to talk about Apple for a minute. I know there's there you could be controversial about Apple. We could talk about the, the poor things the company is doing. But overall, they've done this phenomenal job of marketing. Are Apple phones any better than Android for, phones? Uh, you know, it's debatable, but really, it's just preference, right? It's just preference. But what Apple has done is they've done this incredible job of making Apple more of a lifestyle product. It's a status symbol. The stores are sleek and modern. It's a different buying experience than when you just go buy an Android. You, they don't even have stores like that. Samsung doesn't have stores like that where you go in and it's like cool and futuristic and, and fun. Apple has created this really cool experience that makes people want to be a part of the brand and the product. That is you being on the other end of a sales and marketing strategy. And it doesn't feel gross. It doesn't feel yucky. I love walking into the Apple store and playing with the gadgets and asking questions and looking at all the new stuff. And I'm not even like a techie person. It's just, it's an experience, right? It's something that is so different. It's so different than any other electronic buying experience we, we have anywhere else. So they've created that and they've created this raving fan base. So let's say, even if you do believe that Apple is the greatest phone out there, they have the greatest features, it's the best product, whatever. But if nobody was telling you about it, you wouldn't know about it. You know about it because they've created this brand experience with their marketing. And that's part of their sales process, bringing you in. You know, you get in there and you want to be a part of this. So you need to think about that in your small business. You might not be at the same scale as Apple yet. You'll get there if you want to. But what is the experience that you're creating for your customers? You love what you do. That's why you started this business. You're good at what you do. So why wouldn't you want to share it with as many people as possible? I want you to think about that and like reframe it in your head. So sales is service. I own an insurance agency and I'm providing a valuable service because when I meet with a customer, I sit down and I educate them about their risks, about the benefits of, of having this certain insurance product and how that fits into their life. I'm providing a service for them that a lot of times people don't even realize that. And they thank us after because they're so glad that, that I showed them how this insurance product fits into their life and how it really helps them. Sales is also problem solving. So that's, I'm sure, something that you're doing within your business, right? You created this business because you saw some kind of a problem that needed to be solved or a service or a product that you can offer that you think people want. Well, you're solving a problem for your customers. And I'm guessing that you're pretty convicted on that every time you do share your product or your service with someone. But why aren't you solving that problem for more people? Maybe if you had five customers in the last month, there's so there's 8 billion people in the world. There are way more than five people that have that problem that you could solve with your product or service. So you 
are not really helping as many people as you could if you're not getting the word out there on what it is that you do, who it is that you help, and and what that can what difference that can make for someone. So sales is it's also helping. I know that some people I and I've led sales teams, I lead a sales team currently, and people will I've heard people say, you know, I don't want to bother someone. I don't want to bother them. You're not bothering them. If you believe that your product or your service is a bother, then maybe you should offer a different product or service. Seriously. You are not bothering anyone. If people don't want to hear from you or they're not interested, they're going to tell you. And I will tell you as somebody with a almost decade-long professional sales career, owning a business, it's all sales in my industry. It's all sales. I'm very focused on the sales. I embrace the sales. I embrace the metrics. I embrace the marketing. You have got to do that. It, and and you, what you'll find is not that many people are going to be annoyed with you as you think. I'm an insurance salesperson, okay? I, I have cold called hundreds, probably thousands and thousands of people about insurance. Like insurance is boring. It's not sexy. It's not exciting. It's not fun to, to other people. But not that many people have been that nasty to me. So I just want to tell you that, like, not that many people have been ticked off that I've followed up with them. And if you truly, truly, truly believe that what you are offering can help people, you're not bothering them. You have got to get that out of your head. And we'll work on that and talk about that in in other episodes about the sales process and the marketing process, how you can do that in a way that you don't feel like you're pushing people or you don't feel like you're you're a bother to them because you're not. What you do has value. And if you're not sharing the value of what you do, who is? I'm not sure who's sharing that value. So you really need to think about how you can get comfortable with this. So, and sales is also enriching lives. So I don't care if you are a real estate agent, a hairdresser, you own a gym, you sell t-shirts. Whatever it is that you're doing is enriching lives in some ways. Some ways are bigger than others or more impactful than others, but you're enriching lives and you can't do that with your product or service unless you sell it to people. I also want to talk about some really sobering statistics about small businesses. And I think that it's tied back to sales and marketing. Approximately 20% of small businesses fail within their first year. 40% of small businesses fail within the first three years. 49.9%, just about 50% within the first five years. 65.8% within 10 years. 73% within 15 years. And nearly 80% of businesses have failed within 20 years. My guess is that you didn't start this business because you wanted to have a gig for the next you know, four or five years. You're hoping that this is a long-term thing, right? And it's only going to be a long-term thing if you can learn to embrace the sales and marketing piece. So I think a lot of people, small business owners, are, are doers and they're the craftsmen and they're the person that's really good at whatever the product or service is that they're offering. So you're really great at selling houses. You're really great at writing contracts. That's what makes you a good realtor. You are really great at cutting hair and doing makeup and doing nails and making people feel beautiful. So you're a wonderful hairdresser. You are the best yoga instructor and you help people feel good about their bodies and learn to love exercise. And that's why you run such an awesome 
you know, yoga studio. You're an awesome life coach. You help people, you know, learn to see what's possible in their life or their career. And that's what makes you a really great life coach because you are the doer in that. You're a successful landscaper. That's because you're really good at cutting grass and and doing the design with the plants and all of those things. That's why you're a great landscaper. So we have all these people out here starting a small business because they are so good at their craft, right? But then they get into business and being a business owner is a totally different job than being a landscaper or a hairdresser or an insurance agent or a realtor. Being a business owner is completely different. So you are out there and you're working for yourself and you are providing this product or service that you're confident, that you know you're great at, you're offering it, you're helping people. But if you don't step back every now and then, put on that business owner hat and realize that you have a whole brand new job of being the business owner and you can be the best at your your skill, your craft, your your product, but if you are not getting it out in the right way and reaching the right people, and then when you reach those people, you're not bringing them into your business and you are not creating an experience for them that makes them want to buy from you, you're going to go out of business. You are going to be a statistic. Think about where you are in business. If you're more than one year in business, you outlasted 20% of the people that started with you. You don't want to be a statistic. You don't want to be the person whose business isn't successful, not because you're not good at what you do or because your passion changed or something. That's okay to go out of business is, you know, if you're terrible at what you do, you're going to go out of business. And if, if your passion changes, that's okay too. You can change at any time. But if you see this as a long-term career, you want this to be a long-standing business, you have got to figure out how to market it to other people. Think about the products that you have. There are people out there who think that, you know, Chevy's the best. And there's other people that think that Chevy's the worst and Ford is the best, all of those things. And there's enough people out there, obviously, to support a market for many different car manufacturers. But what if the best car out there, we continue to have brand loyalty to Chevy or Ford, and we continue to buy it because they're constantly in front of us. Do Chevy and Ford really need to be in front of us? I, I don't really care about cars. It's my husband, but we own three Fords. And I've been very happy with all three Fords that we currently own. So when it comes time to buy another car, I don't really need to see a Ford commercial. I have some brand loyalty because I've, I've been a customer for a while. But Ford's not stopping marketing because they've been in business for over 100 years and they have so many hundreds of thousands, millions of people that have brand loyalty to them. They're not stopping. They're freaking Ford. They're one of the largest companies in the world, but they're not start stopping the marketing growth and they're not stopping selling because they can't. And you can't do that either. If Ford can't survive without selling and marketing and really doubling down on that, you sure as heck can't because your business does not have the same recognition as Ford. Your business does not have the same recognition and, and loyalty from people of a multi-generational company like Ford does. So why do you think that it's okay to not be okay with sales and marketing? It, it really isn't. You have got to figure out how to be okay with the sales and marketing in your small business. And I'm going to help you get there, okay? So I want you to think of sales 
is what it is. Sales isn't gross. It's not gross unless you make it gross. Everything in this world can be gross and slimy and feel yucky and predatory if you make it feel that way. Don't make it feel that way. We're going to talk in future episodes about how to create a sales process and a marketing strategy that feels aligned with you, your values, your business, and doesn't make you feel like you're doing something that is not aligned with who you are and what you want to do. But right now, we just have to come around to the idea that marketing and sales are vital. Marketing and sales is not a part of your job as a hairdresser or as a lawn care person or as a realtor. That's not part of your job. That's not part of the, the tactical day-to-day things that you need to do to create that. But marketing and sales is, is the job of every single small business owner. And I think so many small business owners miss the mark on that. And that's why a big part of the reason why small businesses go under so quickly is you could have the best product and the best service out there, but if no one knows about it, no one can patronize your business. And I think when small businesses start, you have a lot of support from your network, right? You know people and you have family, you have friends, and they're going to support your business. You're going to get some traction, some word of mouth, but eventually that's going to die down. And maybe your product, service, or business is not something that is specifically aligned with your network. They're going to support you in ways that they can, but if it's not the best product or service for them, they can only support you so much. But you know, deep down inside that there are people out there that this product and this service, your small business can really make a huge impact on them and help them with whatever it is that you offer. But you have to reach those people. You have to get there with the marketing. And once you get there with the marketing and make them aware of who you are, what you do, how you can help them, you need to bring them in with your sales process. And that's not a bad thing. You are helping them see how your product, service, business can solve a problem for them. Sales is service. Sales is the right thing to do for people because what you offer matters. What you offer matters so much. So one exercise I want you to do as you think about reframing your mindset around sales and marketing is I want you to think about all the positive sales and marketing experiences that you've had. So we're all consumers, right? We, some of us more than others, but we all purchase products and services every day. So I want you to think about the last really great experience that you had. And I'll tell you about one of mine. So I recently, a few months back, signed up for a financial coaching program with the wonderful Jen Piala, who will be interviewed on a future podcast. But I signed up for it. I'm going to be completely honest. When I first met Jen and she told me she was a financial abundance coach, I was kind of like skeptical. I'm like, okay, like, what is that? Like, who is hiring you to figure out a budget? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. But then I got to know her better. I really like Jen. I like the things that she said, but I still wasn't sure if, if this was a service that I was like really interested in or how it could help me. Well, I don't remember what it was, but I think it was after seeing her at her events or something. I got a little more curious and I put her name into Spotify and saw she had been interviewed on like three or four podcasts. So I listened to those podcasts and through those podcasts, I, it completely changed my mind. I, I was initially skeptical and like, I don't really get what you're doing here, but she was nice enough. So I, I you know, I listened and I, I liked her and, and she's somebody I connected with, but I didn't really understand what she was doing. But 
she brought me in with, you know, being out and networking and I got to know her. And then I got a little bit more curious and I listened to those podcasts. And then I became a customer after I listened to what she had to say on the podcast. I was like, whoa, she's speaking to me. I think this is something that could really help me. So then I ended up becoming a customer. But had I just met her at a couple of networking events, I I would have liked her either way. She's a likable person. But had I not, you know, heard the podcast that she was on, I probably wouldn't have became a customer or it would have taken a lot longer for me to become a customer because it would have taken longer before I saw the value of what her program was. And so I know the value of Jen's program. Jen knows the value of her program. But unless she's marketing that and getting it out to the world, no one is going to know what she can do or how she can help them. And I'm so thankful that she had such strong marketing out there that when I was curious about her business, it was very easy. It was super easy for me to to learn more about her business and connect more. If you are somebody who owns a boutique or a store, like what are you sharing about it? How are you bringing people in into your store? How are people finding out about it? Like we know it exists, but why should we go there? There's a lot of stores. And we're also in in this age where I don't like like to go to the store that much. I order Instacart. I I order things on Amazon to avoid going to the store. So if you're running a small boutique that you think people need to stop into because you know what you offer there is really awesome and they're going to love all the products that you have there, what are you doing to get that out there? People don't know your worth if you don't tell them. You absolutely have to tell them. And I think that's why sales and marketing can be so uncomfortable for us. Because in our culture, you don't go around and say, you know, I'm awesome. I'm the greatest. I'm so amazing. And here's how I can help you. And what here's what's so great about me. That's what we have to do in sales and marketing. We have to figure out a way to package up our product or service or small business and say, hey, this is why we're great. This is why we're amazing. This is how we can help you. This is what problem we solve for you. And that's not something in our culture, like in our day-to-day lives that we are supposed to feel comfortable with, but you have got to figure out how to get comfortable with it for your small business. So I hope some of the things I talked about today help you reframe what sales and marketing can mean to your business, because I believe in what you're offering. I believe in what your business stands for and what you're able to do for your customers, but they don't know that unless you tell them. They don't know that unless you show them, unless you get the word out. And once you get the word out and they know who you are and what you do, they have to know why it's right for them. And that is your responsibility as a small business owner. Your responsibility is to be a good business owner. It's to make a quality product or offer a quality service to treat people right and to run a good business. But in order to keep running that business, people have to know who you are, what you do, and how that affects them and why they need to come to your business. That's another thing, a mistake I see a lot of people make is, Your small business, your product, your service is not about you, not at all. It is not about you. It is about the customer, and that is sales and marketing 101. So you have worked your ass off to get this small business off the ground. It is a ton of work. It takes a ton of courage. It takes a ton of stepping outside your comfort zone to put yourself out there and to start a small business, right? Why? After all the hard work, the time, money, and energy that you put into your small business, why would you let it fail? 
I truly believe that most of these small businesses that fail, it's because of lack of sales and marketing. I think a perfect example of this is Keith Lee. He's a massive creator on TikTok. And what he does, he's this young family guy. He's married and has these adorable little kids. He's so sweet. And what he does is he goes, he's a food critic, but he's just a regular guy. So he goes and he'll try food at restaurants. And what he really tries to do is get to restaurants and food trucks that are lesser known. And one of the things that he always says is, I'm going to see if the reason that this small business isn't popping off, is it because of the food or is it because of the lack of marketing? He talks about that a lot in his videos. And what you'll see is he'll go to a place, you know, a little hole in the wall. A lot of times these small restaurants will contact Keith and say, please, please, please come review our food. We're just not getting customers in here. We're struggling. So Keith will go and he will review the food. He's always honest, got a lot of integrity. He's a great creator to follow. But what will happen Almost every single time, if he goes to a place that's getting zero business and they get a good review, their business absolutely explodes. They have lines out the door. It's absolutely life-changing for these business owners. And prior to Keith Lee showing up and making a viral video about their business, a lot of these people were close to closing down. They were losing money. They were struggling to get the word out about their business. But just this one creator making a video about their food changes the game. And it changed the game because more people knew about their restaurant. See, like there was always tons of people that wanted to support those restaurants and eat that food and would be interested in that. But they just didn't know it existed. That is the power of marketing. And once you market and get the word out there, you got to sell them when they get in there. One of the most interesting stories that I have heard in a long time is I recently went to a sales presentation for some business coaching and they talked about how one of their customers who owned a small pizza restaurant increased their revenue by $25,000 a quarter. That's $100,000 a year. They increased their revenue simply by changing up their sales process a little bit at the register. They always sold cannolis, but they changed it by putting a case up front and then they trained their, their people that were working the register on a very simple sales process of every time somebody came and checked them out, you said, would you like to add a cannoli for $4? It changed their business and added $100,000 in extra revenue. That was no extra work. They were already making this product and they didn't have to do anything crazy to boost their revenue so much. So you have to see the power. You you need to look at marketing and sales in your small business as something that you can harness to grow your small business. And it is the only way. You could be the most integrity-driven, wonderful, product-producing, service-creating person on the planet. But if nobody knows about it, it's dead in the tracks. It's stopping. You are not going to be successful. You are not going to make the impact that you want to make or that you're capable of making. So think about the stories that I've told you today. Think about your own awesome sales experiences that you've had. And you know what? What the hell? Think about the bad sales experiences you've had too. I want to hear about them. Share them with me. Shoot me an email off the beaten career path podcast at gmail.com. Tell me about those terrible experiences, those experiences that are making you afraid to be the salesperson. So I want you to think about those stories I just told you about how sales and marketing is so incredible and it makes a huge difference for all businesses, small businesses, large businesses, any kind. And people can't support you if they don't know who you are and what you can do for them. So 
Let's embrace it. Let's change your mindset. Sales and marketing are what is going to grow your business, what's going to help you serve more people, and what is going to help you be able to to do better for yourself, your community, your family, your friends. There is no business without sales and marketing. So thank you for your time today. Reach out to me if you have any questions. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Off the Beaten Career Path podcast is a Lit Path Studios production and is produced by Jamie Gale and Katie Myers. Music is by Sasha Gray and Pond5. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and share it to your social media. Remember, your career path is up to you to create. Keep exploring, keep pushing boundaries, and keep blazing your own trail.